Man Up, brought to you by Construction Professionals, a program dedicated to inspiring and helping men live lives of heroic virtue. Join Joe Stopulus and Father Zach Kowski every Monday at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. And now, it's time to man up. Another year goes by, more leaves, more smoke. Welcome to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We are broadcasting from the Mercy Live Up Studios, heard on 1150 AM, 88.5 FM, and 94.5 FM. Around the world, streaming online at iowacatholicradio.com and on the Iowa Catholic Radio app. Also, please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes. I am Joe Stopulos, along with Father Zakowski. Today, we'll be, we will be joined by Father John Ricardo, and we will discuss the topic of heroic fatherhood. Father Zach, would you please open us up in a word of prayer? Heavenly Father, we give you our hearts today. We ask you to mold them into the likeness of your Son's heart, that we may lay down our lives each day for other people, and that we may bring your joy to those in most need of that true joy. And this we ask through Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Well, Father, this is the first of a two-part episode with Father John Ricardo. Big time. Big time. We are big big time. Uh, So what we're doing is, since we can't be the number one radio program on IO Catholic Radio, we just borrow the host of the other one and bring him on so that we can catapult us up past John Leonetti. (laughs) That's our goal. So we we wanted to spend a few minutes here before our interview with Father John, just giving a little background for our listeners who maybe aren't as familiar with Father John Ricardo. Uh, first off, he's a priest in, De- in Detroit, Michigan, uh, and to me, one of the greatest communicators of the faith uh, around today. Uh, again, he's a he's a priest. He doesn't go out and do a lot of you know big seminars and doesn't travel uh, around giving lots of talks. So, really, the only way to get plugged into him is through his parish. Uh, and the way that the at 11 a.m. every weekday, you can listen to him on on Iowa Catholic Radio and just hear the way he explains how the faith works and how he makes it practical uh, in people's lives. So again, every day uh, on this radio station, you can listen to him uh, at 11 a.m. And his sermons can be downloaded uh, on iTunes. So if you're on podcasts, if you're downloading, obviously, this podcast, download this uh, this podcast and subscribe to it on iTunes. Uh, but in addition to that, download his weekly sermons. Uh, it's not quite every week that his are posted, but it, it's if he ever talks, uh, you, can, you can get those. So his parish has basically... Almost every talk he's ever given, you can go online yeah. and get. So we just encourage everyone to, to go out and do that. It's Our, Our Lady of Good Counsel in Plymouth, Michigan, mm-hmm. uh, the Archdiocese of Detroit. Very interesting guy because his father was the the chairman and CEO of Chrysler, uh, the Chrysler Corporation, in the 1970s. You know, So he had that Detroit connection. And uh, Father Ricardo himself studied at the University of Michigan, and he got a job after school. And kind of, uh, do you want to talk about that? How he heard the Lord's call yeah, when he so, was driving one day. So he, he, I think you know, he kind of had a. He was in college and, and racked up all this debt, and then didn't know what to do with his life afterwards. And he was driving down the road, and he actually told the story when he was in Des Moines, probably four or five years ago. Uh, and there's a, a Christian song on the radio. And he's just driving, trying to figure out what he's going to do. And then he said he had a vision of the Lord Jesus just sitting next to him in the passenger seat. And I remember him saying, it, it felt as if Father Zach, you and I, just talking to mm-hmm. each other. It was as real as that. And Jesus reached across the seat, dug his right hand into his chest and said, John, these are your dreams, your goals and desires and everything you want to do with your life. 
and he withdrew his hand and pulled everything out and motioned, throwing it all out the window. I said, Lord, that's my life. You just threw outside out of the window. And Jesus said to him, John, I'm going to give you my dreams, my goals, my desire, and what I want you to do with your life. And then he was gone. Uh, it, Father John jokes. It still took him three years after that right. to discern uh, to discern that he wanted to be a priest, but and that's what he was called to do. But the guy is is extremely devout, extremely holy, and just a an all around great guy. Uh, and we're excited, obviously, to have him on the show to discuss with us on the two part episode of Heroic Fatherhood. So stick around. We're going to do a short break, and when we return, Father John Ricardo will be with us. Thank you, construction professionals, for underwriting our show. Man up. Construction professionals have been long supporters of Iowa Catholic Radio, and we've seen their work firsthand. It's very impressive. They do remodeling or new construction that is innovative, functional, and designing what you want. cpcustomhomes.com Welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. I am Joe Stopulis along with Father Zach Kautsky, and today we are joined by Father John Ricardo. Father Ricardo has been a priest of the Archdiocese of Detroit since 1996. He studied philosophy at Sacred Heart Major Seminary in Detroit and theology at the Gregorian University in Rome. He is pastor at Our Lady of Good Counsel, also in Plymouth, Michigan. And he's also the number one rated show on Iowa Catholic Radio. So, Christ, Father Christ is, Christ is the answer. 11 a.m. weekdays on Iowa Catholic Radio. Father John Ricardo, welcome to the show. Wow, there must be a lot of people doing penance in, uh, in <laughs> Iowa. Catholic Radio, at least listening to me. How you guys doing? Doing well. Hello. Thanks so much for uh, for joining us today. Uh, so I'm an avid listener to uh, to your sermons and what you guys are doing up there uh, at Our Lady of Good Counsel. And I know you said recently you were in Utah, and you said arguably it's one of the most beautiful places in the world. I would just like to make a quick argument that what Iowa lacks in national parks and mountain ranges, we make up with really nice people and great sweet corn. So That's what I've heard. Yeah, so you're always invited to come. Well, thank you much, brother. I would look forward to going out there. So in, I would like to actually start with this. It's a little bit of a segue. Can you just give us, this is totally separate, our, our working title today is Heroic Fatherhood. We're going to talk about your dad and what he meant to you and what we need today from fathers. But I, if you could real quick touch on what you learned in Utah, uh, the homily you gave regarding the uh, not just, just connecting with the Lord uh, in the Gospels every day. Yeah, uh, in fact, it continues to linger as a grace. Um, you know, what uh, What I experienced, the simple way to put it would be this. Uh, the Lord just really encouraged and, and exhorted me to change the routine of my my life, um, especially the way I begin a day. So, I, you know, thanks be to God, I've got good habits in the sense of, you know, I begin the day with prayer, and I, spend, I try to spend an hour in adoration every morning. Um, but I can attack the day, like a lot of guys. You know, it's like, boom, bounce out of bed. I mean, like 11 minutes, I'm showered, teeth brushed, coffee in my hand in a chapel at another location from where I live. That's probably not a real healthy way to live. Um, so I felt like the Lord just said, uh, son, you, you, need to, you need to slow down. And you need to approach the day much more contemplatively. Now, I'm already praying, right? So, and just leisurely linger with my word, and especially with the Gospels. And just let me, just let me feed you there. When I was gone, I stumbled across a line from uh, Sister Ruth Burroughs uh, in a great little book called Guidelines for Mystical Prayer. Great book, bad title, I think, but great book. And in it, she says... Um, 
something like we need to pray, we need to fall on the Word of God the way a hungry man falls on food. And as soon as I read that, I just went, oh, Lord, I don't do that enough. So just give me the grace to have no agenda other than to encounter you, to change whatever routine I've got so that it can be not novel, you know, but alive, fresh, um, expectant, and you just have your way with me right now. And talk to me however you want to talk to me in your scriptures. And it has been uh, a remarkable grace for me personally. And I've heard, it's interesting you mentioned it just because I've had so many people, men and women both, just say, that was so helpful to hear because so many of us have routines and we can think that we're stuck and we're really not. I mean, God can, God can encourage us and move us to go about doing things in new ways and then all of a sudden we're going to meet him again. Does that make sense? Yeah. And I think on top of that, one of the other takeaways I had was, I think you had some line like, the world is still falling apart. There's still like, you know, nuclear war on the, on the horizon, but I was in peace because of what I did. Oh, yeah. I was in peace and I can control what I'm doing. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the offshoot, of, so yeah, I mean, the the gist was change the routine uh, and spend time with my word. The payoff has been, I just don't feel all that stressed. Mm-hmm. Like, as you're reading, as you're encountering the living God and you're reminded of what it is that he's done all throughout history, you kind of go, okay, this these are crucial times right now. But it's not like there's never been crucial times before, and, and God is faithful, and he's not nervous, so I don't need to be nervous either. Father John, I don't, I don't want to be lazy, but I don't need to be nervous. Father John, what would your kind of your advice along those lines be to people that really feel kind of a weight, a burden with the daily news and with kind of the daily grind that they're going through, uh, whether it be family issues or vocational discern, concerns, the national or international news? You know, what would your words be to those people? Um, I think the word might be Jesus' word, you know, in Matthew 11, where the Lord just says, Come to me, all you who find life weary and burdensome with whatever it is that's crushing you. I mean, it's a command, right? Come to me, and I will refresh you. That's that's a promise that the Lord makes. So for some of us, it means we should probably spend less time in the news and more time in the good news. So if you find that the news you don't want to be ignorant of what's going on, but, I mean, how much time does it take to read the news right now? I mean, it's it's just rehash over and over again sometimes, and it just stirs up anxiety. Um, so spend more time in the good news without being ignorant of what's going on, and then just listen to the Lord's exhortation and do what he's asking us to do and go to him and say, Lord, I am finding life crushing right now. Help. I'm just asking you to do what you promised you were going to do, Lord. You promised that you would refresh me, and I'm asking for refreshment because I am exhausted. Well, we, I, don't, I don't know how I can get better than that. No, that's great. Uh, obviously, you could cover anyone that listens to your show on, on IO Catholic Radio with any regularity understands that you could pro- you could talk to a, a whole host of different subjects. Um, and well, we we specifically wanted to have you talk about heroic fatherhood. Uh, obviously, a show that's dedicated to men and helping men grow. And I think. To me, the example of your father and what he's meant to you is something that I want to. It's a story I think everyone needs to hear about, and I think, and I've also heard you talk about the uh, the crisis we have of, of fatherhood today. So that's where we wanted to go with this episode and talking about heroic fatherhood. So let's let's start at the beginning with with you 
and and kind of dive into the upbringing you had uh, and the example of fatherhood that you witnessed. Oh gosh, I could go so many places. My dad is my hero. Uh, so uh, let me say a couple things, and then you tell me where you want to go with it because there's I could talk about my dad forever. Um, so I'm the youngest of five kids. My dad was uh, the son of Italian immigrants, uh, devout Catholics, worked hard. Uh, he fought in World War II, was over in Burma and China and India. Uh, rather poor family growing up. He got into university, uh, the University of Michigan, after the war because his older brother got him into, into school through the GI Bill. So by the time he got back, he goes to Michigan, uh, got a degree, met my mom, got a job. It was the only interview he ever had in his life, and he was the most unqualified person they told him afterwards, but he was hungry, so they hired him. Um, so he, my dad was a, uh, a, a very successful man. He worked hard, uh, became CEO of Chrysler. And uh, so by the time I'm born, he's already pretty established in his career. He retired when I was 14. So um, I saw him, you know, as a young man, kind of in his prime as a, uh, as a professional career. So I knew from his professional life that my dad was accomplished and successful, um, which was probably significant for me in a lot of factors, but what I, what I saw in his witness of his daily life, coupled with how successful he was professionally, just laid the foundation for what a man is. And what I saw on a daily basis was a set of things. He, he began the day every morning reading scripture, so he would go downstairs, ride an exercise bike, read the scriptures get off the bike, take a shower, and go to Mass every morning. Then he'd, uh, you know, he'd come home from work. We'd always eat meals together. He would always lead us in prayer uh, before meals. Uh, he would never say, you know, bless us, O Lord, in these thy gifts, which there's nothing wrong with that. But it was, it was so significant for me to hear my dad pray out loud at a meal. I mean, it was just, it was natural. It was normal. Um, it was familial. It, it just taught me this is what a man does. And then every night I would see him on his knees at bed uh, or on his knees at the foot of his bed praying. And so just those simple things on a daily basis, just his habitual routine of reading the Word of God, going to Mass, praying, and ending the day with prayer, they laid a foundation in my life as a young boy that just said, well, I guess that's what a successful man does. He just puts God at the center of everything, and he relates to God in a very personal and intimate way. And that was the, the witness I saw as a, as a child and the witness that my siblings saw, and it coupled with the witness in my mom's life, I mean, it, it made all the difference in the world. Yeah. So knowing that a lot of people say, well, prayer and, and faith is for the weak. I think the example your dad shows is that he had all the worldly, quote-unquote, power, the worldly success that one could ever strive for, yet he's on his knees every day. And I think that's a, a really great example. Uh, did he go to daily mass every day, too, even though he was a CEO and obviously very busy? He did, yeah. In fact, whenever time he would travel, the the uh, you know the people who would pick him up or whatnot were always told the only thing you got to make sure about this guy is you got to find this local Catholic church because he's going to go to mass That's every awesome. morning. That's, That's awesome. <laughs> and and I think I'm too busy to make it to daily mass, and there he there he is. 
Uh, I know one of the underlying themes of his life to you is humility. Can you speak about that, please? Yeah. Um, so humility... So it's helpful to define humility, right? I think a lot of people get false impressions of it that um, it means you think little of yourself. I think Peter Crave's the one who says uh, it actually means to think little about yourself. So obviously my dad had lots of gifts, and, and everybody who's listening right now has got lots of gifts. I mean, God makes good stuff. But humility is um, is just not to be consumed with yourself, you know, like... I want to use the gifts I have for the glory of God and for the good of others. And so what I want really isn't that important. It's really what's most needed. And people can manifest that in lots of ways. My dad, you know, for me, most remarkably did it uh, at the time when Chrysler was uh, in severe need and they were facing bankruptcy and um, they were trying to get a loan. And so my dad was... President CEO at the time, or Chairman CEO at the time, he's flying back and forth to Washington D.C. trying to get the arrangements to to get the loan, much like some of the auto companies somewhat recently did. And they kept saying uh, they they kept stonewalling him. And uh, and finally, um, after I don't know forty days or so of this, somebody in Congress came to my father and said, um, you know, I don't know how to say this to you, but the the government's really looking for a clear indication that things are going to be different with the company. And my dad was very direct. And so he looked at the guy and said, are you trying to tell me that we're not going to get a loan if I'm still here? And the man said, yeah, that's exactly what I'm trying to tell you. And my dad says, well, then that's easy. I'll resign right now. And so he did. So like at that moment, that day, uh, he resigned. He'd already signed um, hired Lee Iacocca, who many of us, you know, remember at that time anyway, of just really being a tremendous asset to Chrysler, responsible for a lot of great good that came for the company. Um, but my, my dad just walked away. I mean, he, he realized, you know, courage is the willingness to fall in battle. And my dad, as a great leader and a heroic man, just said, the right thing for the good of the people that I'm supposed to care for is for me to go. So I'll go so that they can have a job. I have a feeling that 1970s was different than today, where he probably didn't walk away with hundreds of millions of dollars in bonuses. My dad, got, <laughs> uh, my dad didn't get a party. My dad didn't get a watch. My dad didn't get a parachute. Um, they don't even spell my dad's name right in World <laughs> Headquarters really? on a picture. <laughs> and he could care less. Yeah. yeah. That's humility. It's the right thing to do. What's the yeah. right thing to do? I'll do it. Let's go. Yeah. And then move on to do whatever the Lord has for him next. And he spent the rest of his life uh, serving in the church, serving in different organizations that needed some, you know, some help, different ways. He almost always did it volunteering, and then he just cared for my mom and loved being a grandpa. You're listening to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio, and today we're talking with Father John Ricardo about heroic fatherhood. We're talking about his own father and his reflections on the state of fatherhood today. And Father, I hear you talking about your your dad, and I know that one of the challenges that we all have, whether we're spiritual fathers, whether we're you know married fathers, is having that proper work-life balance, having mm. faith first, family, and then work, and really trying to balance all the obligations. Could you talk a little bit about kind of to, to that that issue of balancing our life, keeping our priorities in order. 
Yeah, I mean, if there's a more difficult thing for guys, I'm not sure what it is because, uh, you know, we we want to be successful, and usually we want to be successful for the good of the people that we're, you know, entrusted with caring for. So my wife, my children, so lots of guys work really hard for them. The problem is they don't always know or see that. And um, so it's, it's a failure to communicate on some levels. I think a lot of things uh, can start with, like, I need a vision for fatherhood, first of all. Like, what is, what is the mission, the way John Paul would put it, what's the mission and the task of fatherhood? Why did God give me sons and daughters? What is he asking of me for them? And the way John Paul puts it in, um, I think it's in Familiaris Consortio, uh, is the mission and the task of fatherhood is to reveal and relive on earth the very fatherhood of God. So every guy wants to be great. Like every guy that I know anyway wants to be great. And so you can't get a greater mission and task than that. Like I've been entrusted as a dad with revealing and reliving on earth the fatherhood of God. Good. Yeah, no, 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 short, a noble task. Yeah, no short order there. Thanks, Father, for that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the Lord doesn't just say, hey, go do that. He, he equips us to do it, right? So if it was just a question of exhortation, we'd be doomed. But he equips us. He gives us grace. So it, the point there is just I've got a vision for what this is about. So that's my task. My task is to somehow, and then he, he enumerates in that letter how you do that, by care of his wife, by um, care of the children, by being an example of the faith, um, by... Um, finding a way to do that work-life balance so that I'm working hard, but my work is never first. Um, it's a it's a really rich passage. I mean, uh, John Paul had some really tremendous insights to share with us. I think, you know, so for guys who are listening, my encouragement would be, Lord, I, I am living in a culture which clearly is putting forth a, a less than accurate understanding of what it means to be not just a man, but a father. Help me to get a glimpse of who you are, and then rouse me to really respond heroically so that my children will be able to say to me one day what we were also able to say to my dad, because of you, I know God. I don't know him exhaustively because of you, but you gave me a glimpse of God. You have, you have formed my image of God because of how you have sought prayerfully, through your own effort, by God's grace, to make him known to us. And I don't know what a man could hear that could compare with that in life. And no matter where, I mean, so a lot of guys are like, man, way too late for that. My kids are gone, flown the house, you know, they're, they're out of the nest. It's never too late. Um, it, it, it can begin now, you know, so don't be discouraged. That's The evil one just wants to try to do that. No one's done this perfectly. We can all do it better, but Right now, get a glimpse, get a vision, and then say to the Lord, Lord, I want to do that. I want to be that. I want to be a hero for my children. I want to be a hero for my wife. Um, help me to see what real heroism looks like and what it doesn't so I can be done with that and really shoot for something that's worthwhile. 
Well, Father John, that sets the stage really well, and thank you for those reflections on your father. I would encourage our listeners who want to learn more about your father and what he's meant to you to go to your uh, your archives. Just Google search Father John Ricardo uh, audio or you know on on the website, and you'll be able to find talks that you've given on on fatherhood and what your dad's meant to you. There's a lot of them. Uh, I just encourage our listeners uh, to do that. So thank you for for those reflections on your father. You're listening to part one of our two part conversation with Father John Ricardo on heroic fatherhood. Stick around, and we will be right back. After this break, welcome back to Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. We just had a great conversation with Father John Ricardo over his father and what his father meant to him, uh, especially with the with the working title of Heroic Fatherhood. I could think of no better person to bring on than Father John Ricardo. Father Zach, thoughts, anything that stuck out to you specifically? Yes, great, great uh, first part of the interview. And I think his exhortation to fathers, whether they're spiritual or they're dads, you know, spiritual fathers or dads, to really be men of prayer, to model prayer for their children. I like that distinction that we're not out there praying so that our kids see us, but we are there praying so our kids see us. Mm-hmm. And I think the also the theme came back to living joyfully. It's so important, I think, to the vocation crisis that we face with priesthood, but also the vocation crisis of, I think it really comes back to, of fatherhood, of dads. So I think uh, to live our life joyfully and to know that laying our life down and serving others really does lead to joy. So I those were kind of my main takeaways, just... Um, listening to him speak about his own father. I'm always inspired by his father, a man who he talks about a lot about humility and what he laid down his life for his family uh, and for his uh, for his workers, all the workers at Chrysler, just to give up his job. Uh, and he does that, and it seemed, when, when he talks about it, just almost natural. He was so engrossed with his daily prayer, uh, obviously being fed by the Eucharist every day, even in his position of, of responsibility and power he had, because he was nourished through the, through the word of the Lord every day, I think the decisions like stepping down didn't even, weren't even things he had to think about. I mean, it was just natural to him. Uh, and that is, that's exciting. You know, I think I've got all these big problems. I think I've, and to think how much, how much more important so many lives he had dependent on him, and it was all, Everything was focused around what the Lord was trying to do in his life. Uh, and if he can go to daily mass every day, I, I should probably be yes, able to pull. If, yes, I should if, probably be able to pull that off. And have you heard from anybody besides like Father Ricardo? I've never heard anybody talk about this very faithful CEO of. Yeah, no, exactly, Chrysler. Yeah, exactly. You know, we don't uh, hear about that. Uh, and you just you, you look at the example that he gives, and then clearly. If you ever listen to Father John and, and listen to his family, the example that his dad set mm-hmm. is why Father John is, and, his, and his siblings are so devout today. Uh, so when we come back on, on the second part of this episode, we're going to dive into kind of the, the crisis of fatherhood today and, and what we can do as spiritual fathers and biological fathers uh, to help those around us. So uh, we hope you join us for our next episode. And Iowa Catholic Radio is listener-supported, so please consider making a tax-deductible donation today at iowacatholicradio.com. And thank you again for joining us on Man Up on Iowa Catholic Radio. For Father Zakowski, I am Joe Stopulus. It's time to man up. Man Up, inspiring men to live out their call to holiness with Joe Stopulus and Father Zakowski. 
Kaczynski. Heard Mondays at 9 a.m. and 9 p.m. on Iowa Catholic Radio. Brought to you by Construction Professionals. 